the college football experience week six preview for 2022 on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big win bigger with win bet. Download the win bet app. Now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by sleeper. You already play fantasy on sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars at sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app is live in the app store and Google play store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA the boss. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. It is back to NC Nick. Load up what? that ACC fan. It's, it's a damn crime. We've gone eight games and we've mentioned 16 teams and we haven't <laughs> mentioned an ACC team yet. Well, that's, that's, that's standard. Allow me to be the first. <laughs> Probably appropriate. <laughs> North Carolina at Miami. The overall series is 12 to 11 in UNC's favor. Wow. Surprisingly. Yeah. And they're also winners of the last three, dude. Uh, one of them didn't they rush for like a thousand yards two years ago? Javante Williams and Michael Carter went <laughs> off. They, yeah, it was it was crazy. Uh, last year was closer, uh, but this year, man, I think it's more the two intriguing two of the of the more intriguing teams in the ACC. Uh, UNC without Hal, it's Cristobal at Miami with my guy Tyler Van Dyke. Remember that name? He's going to be a great quarterback. I think Miami wins this one. I think Miami might have a better year than well, I, I would say like than people expect, but people always expect too much from Miami. Uh, but I think you know, kind of the I think the balance of power here a little bit in the Atlanta, the uh, uh, coastal. I think Miami is now going to be the better team than UNC, and maybe Mac Brown is getting a little too old. Well, out of the last seven times they've played, North Carolina has dropped fifty nine or more twice. Mm. <laughs> five five wins in the last seven. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, lighting up my what? I mean, Miami. That's such a. When are they going to come back up? How? What's the timeline on that turnaround now? Well, I mean, Mario Cristobal's there. He's the greatest coach ever, according to you, right? <laughs> Not according to. Don't put that on. You me. said you said he's better than Vince Lombardi. I just don't think he's absolute dog shit. Well, like he haven't watched enough Oregon Duck football. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, I think it's played in the right spot. I had it marked here, um, and I think obviously in the coastal because the ACC. Still going to have divisions for this year, at least. Um, this is a huge game, yeah. <laughs> absolutely fucking huge game. You think the uh, the the crowd in Miami will show up for this one? No, I don't. 
Uh, they should have kept the orange bowl. USFL yeah. uh, environment here. Yes. Playing in the hub. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, so UNC at Miami. I do think it's a huge game. Uh, I think it's played in the right spot. I want to talk shit, but I can't. So uh, there you go. But I, I guess you could have played one other ACC game. Yes, you could have. You could we'll play see. two other. We'll see. All right. Uh, I'm gonna take you back to the ACC. And uh, this is a great rivalry. I wish it was on campus because this Heinz Stadium bullshit sucks. Sucks to me. But uh, Virginia Tech at Pitt. I feel like Virginia Tech gets bit by Pitt a lot. Is that would that would that be accurate? Uh, yes, it would be. I mean, I'll, I'll pull up the old uh, rivalry finder here on this one. But I am. I mean, where is this game being played at Pitt? I'm pretty sure Virginia Tech has a really hard time in uh in Heights. Um in fact, I think they've recently won their first one uh in Heights since uh since Pitt joined the conference, if I'm not mistaken. I need to double check on that. Uh, Virginia Tech Pitt uh I mean, I just feel like it's an old Big East. It's an old Big East rivalry, oh, yeah. so they're both like blue collar uh schools. It fits. It's right. I mean, between Virginia Tech uh, if you're going to have a pod of four teams, Virginia tech, Louisville Pitt, And if you could throw like West Virginia in there and pull them into the conference, that'd be a great pod. It's like a little blue collar pod there. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I just think what Virginia tech's winning this series 11 to 10. Damn. I thought they played more than that. To be honest with you. Uh, Virginia tech Pitt. Yeah. You 20, would- only 21 times. You would think it would be, but I mean, look, this is uh this is one I'm pulling up the history here. Uh, Eleven to ten in uh, Virginia Tech's favor, but they've lost two in a row to Pitt, including a fuck. I mean, they've got their ass whooped the last two times they played Pitt. Actually, these games have been blowouts all the way back until 2017. So the last time they played uh, Pitt won in Blacksburg, 28 seven. The time before that, Pitt won 47 to 14 in uh, Heinz. Uh, the time before that, uh, in black, back in Blacksburg, Virginia Tech won twenty-eight nothing. And the time before that, Pitt won in Pitt fifty-two to twenty-two. These are ass whoopings. Yeah, one way or the other, Pitt winners of six of the last seven at Heinz Field uh, mm. against Virginia Tech. Mm. So mm. really, having dominated them on that field, uh, I don't know what the deal is, but I would expect more of the same this year. Um, you know, I think Pitt's ahead of where Virginia Tech is. It may be the point in the season where. Virginia Tech has started has worked out some of the kinks, but same thing goes for Keaton Slovis. I, I bet that offense is humming a little bit. I want to see it without Whipple, though. I do want to see what they do without Whipple, and and Pry had some good defenses at uh, Penn State. So I don't know. Could be a close. I just game. think it's a good matchup to have. I, yeah. I wanted to keep this as one of the rivals if they do this pod thing yeah. of keeping that as a, a even though I thought they would have played more times than that. It makes so. sense though. It does. They, their identities are similar. There to are me. there are a lot of dudes that. Uh, have mustaches and you don't want to fight <laughs> and can build you a, build you a house. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. Well, look, Patty C it is back on UNC Nick having some technical difficulties. She's going to hop back in in a second here. Hopefully uh, it is on you buddy. All right. Well, in the spirit of NC Nick, I'm going to take you to yet another uh, ACC game. And I'm going to say, look, and you're going to laugh at this, but you know, actually, Oh, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. There's a better game. Kansas State goes to Iowa State. Oh, this is Farmageddon, right? Farmageddon has to get played here. <laughs> Absolutely criminal if I 
You know but, what's great though is I don't think NC Nick would have played it here. So so I do think yeah, I do think you 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 this played is in your the spirit, own game. Spirit of Colby Dent. Yes, Farmageddon, decapitated blowjobs. Oh. What's not to like about this matchup? <laughs> uh, this game's awesome, and I think this year, I told you, man, K State. That how exciting! Can you name me like a backfield? That I mean, okay, you got Bryce Young, and I'm sure Bama's got uh, Jameer Gibbs. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean th- that's going to be chalk though. Right. I mean, yeah. we've seen great backfields there. Yeah. Aside yeah. from that, you can't tell me Stetson Bennett and, and uh, you know, whoever Georgia elects at, at running back you Zamir white's gone. Right. Uh, so yeah, I don't know uh, whoever uh, they'll, they'll always find. And we someone. got, we got NC Nick back in studio. Patty C drafted for him. So he bumped you, but I don't think you would have drafted this game anyway. He took us to Farmageddon with the, the capitated blowjobs and Kansas state at Iowa State, you guys are trying to keep a good man down. That's 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 messed up, man. <laughs> I was trying to All say right. that. Uh, Look, th- short this is of not Bryce changing Young, the order of anything. Yeah, here. short short of Bryce Young, Jameer, Jameer Gibbs. I think Adrian Martinez and uh, Deuce Vaughn, most exciting backfield in college football. Well, it's gonna be fun. Well, Adrian Martinez, who's his college football equivalent? Michael Bishop. He is not get out of here with that. But Deuce if he would have went to K State originally, he's in college football. What do you mean his college football equivalent? Yeah, he is in college football. I know, but I'm trying to say, like, is there any other backfield that we <laughs> would resemble this that we've seen before? Not uh, in a while, not in a while. Because Deuce Vaughn's kind of his own thing. I mean, he's like Darren Sproles, he's like Barry Sanders. Yeah, he's not like Barry Sanders. He's nowhere near Barry Sanders. Uh, someone Nobody asked me if should I should ever be compared. Nobody should ever be compared to Barry Sanders. No, someone else asked me recently if I had to name someone that compared to Barry Sanders, and I came up with Darren Sproles. That was the best I could do. Yeah, it's not a great comparison. Still, I mean, can you name me one better? <laughs> it's, it's the closest, but yeah. it's still it's still pretty far away. And Deuce Vaughn, you know, is very similar to uh, Darren Sproles st- stylistically. Either way, I agree. Fun backfield, and then Iowa State having to replace Brees Hall. But they've been recruiting. I mean, Matt Campbell's got them recruiting at an all-time fucking level. Purdy is where is he? He's gone. He's gone. So but lawn chairs are out. New lawn chairs come in. <laughs> Purdy right? was not a lawn chair. A little bit of a lawn chair. He was a good uh, quarterback. Was. A little bit of a lawn uh, he chair. Was very right. NC Nick, you got to make your pick. Uh, and Patty sees K State. I was taking. You wouldn't have selected anyway. So make your pick on uh, what you got going here. NC Nick, fuck Dude, it. I'm still loading up here, guys. I don't uh, have anything in front of me. All right, well, uh, somebody I'll, else, somebody else, make the pick. I'm gonna make your pick for you. I'm gonna take make, you. Make it a nice ACC play. <laughs> Clemson does play at Boston College, but I think you might Dude, go take him to his hometown. Uh, Isn't he close to Raleigh? NC State. Yeah. Who do they got? Florida State. Okay. Uh, that should be up there. It should be because look, that was the game I was NC- gonna play. All right, look, you know what? I'll I'll officially play it, okay? Because I can speak <laughs> on that. There you go. Uh, Florida State at NC State, and and you know it's funny because NC, NC State's won two in a row. They've won four out of the last five, which had shows you how bad Florida State has fallen. That NC State has basically surpassed the Seminoles. I was looking back at their history. Florida State used to rock them like every yes. year. Well, Florida State used to rock everybody every year. Yeah, but yeah. NC State was the team that like was. Supposed to compete with Florida State. Florida State's an interesting one, especially with NIL, because I don't think they have 
nearly the amount of rich boosters once again as as like Miami I think could be way better in the future than Florida State. Maybe. But so what's more NC State? Say let's just say hypothetically the week before they go into Clemson and they beat Clemson. Yeah. Oh, what's more NC State to lose the next game at home uh, to Florida State? I can totally see. That. I mean, this you you're you're spot on here. I think this is probably what would happen if they if they beat Clemson. I'm gonna, almost going to guarantee yeah. this to be that a loss. That takes zero yeah. imagination yeah. for that <laughs> s- scenario to play out. <laughs> Uh, but I mean that would be their second loss too because East Carolina will beat them in week one. Uh, hey, I, I like that. I like look. I, I think it's okay. I think Florida State sucks, but I could see that. I, I like the juice of the game. They're close enough to them. Yeah, all right, all right guys. Them. So help me out here. Obviously, I took UNC Miami, and then Florida State NC State has been taken. What did Patty C take? He took K State at Iowa State. Oh man, I got to scroll down for that one. What that game's uh, great. Do, 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 do. There it is. You really uh, had Florida State, NC State ahead of K State, Iowa State. Of course, of course, I did. Fuck is <laughs> what the fuck is into that water over there in Carolina? <laughs> are you are you gonna mute me again? Are you gonna send over I some will. internet I'll virus get, again? Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> we need to. Did take... you call that code red? You're goddamn right, I did. <laughs> All right, we need to <laughs> spend some time what? in a cornfield with Nick and and, and yeah, let him he see hates corn, man. That that part of the country does exist. <laughs> he hates uh, corn, man. Dude, I'm drinking bourbon. <laughs> well, I okay. do not hate corn. Well, look at this guy with this smart answer here. You put some corn right. on the cob on his plate. He ain't touching that shit. <laughs> so All right. Was there anything else played? Am I called up? No, no, no. So I played Virginia tech at Pitt. Oh, then, I didn't know that. Okay. Then you played Florida state, NC state. Then Patty C gotcha. played K state, Iowa state. So then it goes back to me. Right. I apologize. You don't need to apologize to the listeners. All right. They, Raleigh they, will get good internet sooner, <laughs> sooner or later. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's go to a little, uh, I mean, am I pack 12 Colby here? I just feel like the best games are, are that are left are in the pack 12 right now. That's there's nothing wrong with that, uh, but I already played. I mean, let me see here. Is there any sneaky games? You know what? I, I will take you to Boise, Idaho, mm. Boise, Idaho. Let's get some mid major action. I'm sick of these power five teams getting all this bullshit. Fresno State at Boise State, two Hell quarterbacks yeah. that could start at pretty much any country or any uh, almost every school in the nation. Like Georgia would trade Stetson Bennett for Hank Bachmeyer or Jake Hayner this second. Most likely, yes. Most likely. I mean, are you fucking he played kidding me? Well, but yeah, you he, would think, dude. Both those guys are going to be in the NFL. Stetson Bennett's not. All right. Although I feel like uh, JT Daniels kind of resembles both of those guys a little bit. I mean, he's not as good. I don't think as either one of them. I think, I think both are better than JT Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, Fresno State at Boise State on the Smurf turf. Uh, Fresno laid it on them last year in Fresno. Andy Avalos year two on the Smurf turf revenge. Nick, what do you make of Fresno state at Boise state? I think it's a fantastic game. And I think this rivalry is going to be back. If you recall in Tedford's first stint at Fresno, in 2017 and 2018, they played each other four times in those two years. So in 2017, Fresno won the regular season, but Boise won the mountain championship game. And the exact opposite happened in 20 in 2018, where Boise won the regular season matchup. And then Fresno won on the Smurf turf for the mountain West championship in overtime. So it's back. The, the rivalry's back with Tedford coming back to Fresno. Uh, it might be the two best teams in the mountain West. I know a lot of, there's a couple other schools, you know, like San Diego state 
like Air Force, like Wyoming, like Colorado State that might, you know, have something to say about it. But this is a fun matchup here. If it can get back to where it was in 2017, 2018, uh, these games are going to be a blast to watch. So I love it. Three of the last four meetings by a, a, a score or less. Uh, this game's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. I almost wish they put it on Friday night. Man, I'm 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 looking at this. This is actually Boise State's most played team in all of their entire history, tied with Nevada and Utah State at 21 games. So relatively short history since 1996 when they got started. Uh, Boise dominating the series 16 to five. Looking at Boise's like history. They have dominated pretty Everybody. much every yeah. team. They, with the exception of a I couple, I think they only have one losing season since joining the FBS. Yeah, and there's only a couple teams that they have a losing record against overall. Um, but uh, well, they don't have a winning record against Tedford at Fresno. It's two two. Ooh ooh. Uh, and you're right. Three of the last four in uh, Fresno's favor here. No, no, in Boise's favor. Can, can we talk about that though? I mean, let's let's talk about this for a second. Boise State came up uh, in okay their first two years. So they came up to the FBS in 1996. They went two and ten, right under Pokey Allen and Tom and Tom Mason, right? Year Pokey two, Allen. good old Pokey Allen. Yeah, year two they have Houston Nut, and they go four and seven, right? That was 1997. Ever since then. They haven't had a losing season. Six and five, ten and three, ten and two, eight and four, twelve and one, thirteen and one, eleven and one, nine and four, thirteen and oh, three hours, ten and three, twelve and one, fourteen and oh, twelve and one, twelve and one, eleven and two, eight and five, twelve and two, nine and four, ten and three, ten and or eleven and three, ten and three, twelve and two, five and two, COVID year, and seven and five. I mean, that's fucking incredible. They're nasty. Their lowest win percentage in like of teams that are in the top ten of like the teams they've played is like or in the top seven is six twenty. They they have dominated pretty much every everyone they've played a lot. So. And they've done it since they started winning. They've done it with like five different coaches. So it's like it's coach proof in a way. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to uh, watch that game. Patty, see you're on the clock. I'm going to pull us down the list a little bit here and we're going to American action on a Friday night uh, where the Houston Cougars will come to play the Memphis Tigers, a battle of the cats in the American um, and potentially potentially. Now they, they did away with divisions, right? But yes. well, they had to Yukon Yukon left yeah, after that want... national championship. They said, no, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Going off on a high note, yeah. bigger uh, and better. That's right. <laughs> Memphis, uh, Memphis, though hosting this game could be dangerous for Houston. Who, <laughs> you know what? Fuck, this is Nick's pick, but yeah. Anyway, you're right. Just keep talking. Might be a good game. In other words, uh, Nick, w- w- would that have been your play here or uh, no, no? But just get me here. I'll, pay, I'll, I'll I'll take the next one. All right. Okay. So I don't know. I, as far as big angles, I I think we said Houston has you know maybe that uh, fifth. Or that um, BCS uh, spot, New Year's Six spot, as it were, uh, in their sights for this year. And Silverchild's coaching for his life. Silverchild is coaching for his life. A home win here on a national spotlight would be nice for them. Um, and to beat a team that got the invite to the Big Twelve would also be a nice feather in their cap when the Big Twelve decides to expand again. So Memphis wants as many of those as they can get. Nick, what do you think of Houston at Memphis? It's a nice matchup, and it, it, it is important for two of those like mid-level programs that are trying to you know, to, to to bump up. Uh, Houston won thirty-one thirteen at home last year. 
But before that, Memphis had pulled off five in a row. Ooh. So it kind of it, it kind of shows you the trajectory of both programs, though. Uh, you know, so it, I guess it's a revenge game for the Tigers. But where is this program going under Silver Chest? We don't know. <laughs> so it's a big game. It is. You know, Memphis needs to win at home here, or or they really just get surpassed by by uh, Houston. I agree. It is a good game. Um, NC Nick. Let's go with your pick and then uh, All right. I'll correct it this next time. Well, let me just stay on Friday night, the other Friday night game. And if this was on Saturday, it'd be, it will be much lower down, but Nebraska, uh, Nebraska goes into Piscataway to face <laughs> Rutgers oh, Friday night. Uh, like Nebraska is four and against Rutgers since during the big 12. What? Uh, I, I feel like they could lose this game. Of course they could. <laughs> have, have you seen Frost's special teams? <laughs> Chiano is the golden Guido. He's doing big things at Rutgers. You know, he's taken small steps, but they made a bowl game last year. Nebraska did not. Uh, so it's a big game. I mean, cause once again, I mean, these teams like you need to make bowl games to at least keep your job. Right. And so you need to beat those teams on a similar level or, or, a level below you. So it's a big game for both schools. If frost loses at Rutgers, depending on the rest of how the rest of the season goes, it may be, it may be his last game in Lincoln. That's true. Very true. Love the stakes of it. So Nebraska at Rutgers, Houston at Memphis, Patty, see what do you think of Nebraska at Rutgers? Um, not really that interesting. It's, it's, it's primetime Friday night. It is primetime Friday night. And I like, yeah, I do like the fact that Shiano is in year three here. And, you know, I, I expect, especially since he's recruited well, that he's a, he's a very good coach. There probably won't be much that separates him from, I mean, w- w- what's their ceiling in the next three years? If, if they, well, the big 10, if they get away from divisions, I think they could be a, a bowl team every year. Sure. But yeah. what, I'm, what I'm saying is right now, right now, could, could Rutgers resemble Penn state this year? No, no. too early. No. Kentucky no, yeah. down the down the road. Minnesota yeah. they could be like or yeah, maybe Kentucky down the road or in a couple of years. Yeah. But this year I still think they could they could go bowling if everything yeah. breaks right. And yeah. they went bowling last year. Did they really? Well, they, that was kind of by default. Oh, they got five. Because of COVID. Yeah. They got the extra invite. Yeah. They went bowling. Some, <laughs> some team canceled. They did go bowling. You were right. Uh all right. I'm on the clock. My game is still out there, guys. Still out there, Washington. I almost played this on the last spot. Is heading to Tempe, and look, I don't care that their roster got raided. Beating Arizona State in Tempe is fucking hard. You can go back thirty years on this. Big Ten's never won in Tempe, and they've played a decent amount of times. Something about Tempe is tough. Washington, we we Kalen DeBauer, we think. I mean, they were. Phil Steele had them in the the college football playoffs preseason last year. They had a bunch of players drafted, so clearly something was weird last year with them being that bad. Yeah, uh, the Bowers got panics coming in. They traveled into Tempe. It's a sneaky game. It's probably going to be a late night game. Sign me up for Washington at Arizona State. Nick, your thoughts? It's a decent game. Arizona State won thirty five thirty in Seattle last year. Uh, but behind 286 yards on the ground, Jaden Daniels only threw for 90 yards and in interception last year. They still won on the road. So that's kind of surprising, but I think Washington's going to look so much different this year, especially offensively. 
So um, yeah, I think I mentioned it last week. Washington is one of those teams that I want to watch week in, week out. I want to see what they're doing, especially offensively. And uh, Big Herm and uh, the Sun Devils, people are leaving the program. I don't know what to expect there. I think Washington might pull the upset here if it's an upset. That's true. That's true. Patty, see what do you make of the Huskies coming into Tempe, Arizona? Uh, a nice all-time series. Uh, Thirty-seven games. Washington winners of sixteen. Arizona State winners of twenty-one. So pr- pretty even there. Uh, I would say this from a. a Maybe not so much from an elevation standpoint, which is a big difference in some of the other Pac-12 matchups we see, but uh, from a climate standpoint, Washington, the the wettest place in the United States versus maybe the driest place in the United States. I think it's harder going in reverse for Arizona State to go up to Washington than it is for Washington to go down to Arizona State and play in the dry heat. But you're right. It is still difficult. It's probably going to be very tough for them. Give me Arizona State with uh, the edge here on points, but I expect a good game. There you go. All right, NC Nick, you're on the clock. Uh, you know, there's a couple ACC games that are catching my eye, but I'm gonna go one, <laughs> one more, <laughs> one more SEC game first. I'm gonna go South Carolina at Kentucky, uh, and it really looking at these two schools and looking at the series, you know how they face each other it shows what, what a great job Stoops has done at Kentucky. If you look at it from 2000 to 2013, South Carolina was 12 and one first Kentucky. They dominated the series. They dominated the, the, I guess if you want to call it a rivalry, but since then Kentucky is seven and one in the last eight games, uh, rich Brooks, Joker Phillips. They were awful against the Gamecocks and Stoops is seven and two overall. Woo. But you got Beamer now. You got all the transfers. It's an interesting game, man. Did he ever play Spurrier Stoops, or was uh, was it was it? Uh, who I took feel it like he had to play Spurrier. It's probably when he lost at some point. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Early so he, Stoops' first year, he lost. Yeah, Which, and it's... then has won everyone since. Damn. Okay, so he now, is... I can't tell you. I can't tell you who 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 the coach was for SC though that year. Must it might have been. A, well, when Spurrier then Muschamp then uh, Beamer. What year did they lose? I'll, I'll look that up real. No, quick. if it's the first year, I think it's Spurrier. Okay. Go back eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I mean, they, they, it's played. I, I think it, it's right on par for where it's played. I think. Uh, I mean, maybe you could argue a couple other games, but I think it's in the same vicinity. So I'm okay with it. I'm okay with South Carolina at Kentucky. Who will have the better season this year, Nick? I think you got to say Kentucky, man. Yeah. Now, if you're giving me like really juicy odds, because obviously if you're making a real bet here, the odds will be pretty juicy in South Carolina's favor. You know, maybe you could talk me into, uh, into something, but dude, Kentucky won 10 games last year. Yeah. When's the last time South Carolina won 10 games? Again, Stoops has done a great job with the Kentucky program. It's, it's largely flying under the radar. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Stoops got Spurrier twice before he left. Oh, okay. So Stoops, yeah, uh, Stoops has kind of taken over. I, what he's done recruiting in Ohio, we, I didn't know how he did it, but recruiting wise, he is getting, he's doing what Michigan isn't doing that they should be doing and that they were doing when they were great. You know, he's going in and getting the leftovers from Ohio and it's paying off big time. I agree. I agree. All right. Um, Patty, see you're on the clock, buddy. Look, I'm going to take you to a game that we, some people might not be entertained by, but 
on in any given week, you should have your shootout game. And we witnessed this one in full force last year. <laughs> Army at Lake Forest. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, yes. I mean, look, sometimes you just want to see a shootout. Not all, not every game, but you know, what was the score in that la- game? It's like last seventy year? to fifty-six or something, yeah. I feel like. Something absurd. One of the most back and forth games. But then again, Wake Forest, that's every other week for them. Talk about a team that doesn't really play defense very much, but <laughs> they have one of the more interesting offenses. Of and late. they brought in, they brought in Lambert, the Purdue uh, DC. That was the number one. I mean, he did wonders in one year at Purdue. Prior to that, he had the number one defense in the nation at with the Marshall thundering herd, Bill Snyder guy. There we'll it is. see what he can do. Two systems that like, if they face a bad defense, absolutely destroy. And that's what we saw last year <laughs> or two offenses. Hartman for Heisman, baby. Nick, what do you think of army at wake forest? You're an ACC guy. You gotta be happy with this. I thought he was going with a totally different game, which pitted two ACC teams together, which has been a, a, a shootout every year. So I was kind of surprised when I heard wake forest army. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. Look, uh, but Nick, Nick Ar- just hates on the service academies every week. Well, Wake Forest. I mean, it was a it was a blow. It wasn't a blowout, but it was a very high scoring game. But Wake did, Wake was up big in that game, if I'm not mistaken. I thought no, they I pulled thought, away late. I, I thought it was no. I think Wake was up big. Army made a run, and it was, I think it was 49 49 at one point. Was it really? Yeah. yeah, I remember being close at one point, late. Um, but not. I think in the fourth quarter they pulled back away. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Army. I mean, what 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 do we expect out of them this year? Ten wins, nine wins, something like that. And then what do we expect out of huge? Uh, yeah, Wake, Wake Forest. Wake might win the ACC. Yeah. Dave Clawson. Good point. Hey, Colorado, please hire Dave Clawson. I said this before when you hired Carl Durrell. Instead of the blue, you hire Carl Durrell. It's a little bit of a lateral move there to go from Wake to Colorado. I hate to say it at this point. Who's won a national championship in the past 30 years, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? Times have changed and yeah, administrations have changed. Yeah. And guess what? <laughs> Boulder isn't, isn't exactly embracing football. <laughs> you think Wake Forest is? What is their fucking? Uh, their half the, their their games look like USFL games. Uh, true, true, but at least Colorado's got fans. Mildly upward move. <laughs> They're all fucking stoned. You know what I mean? Guess you can't go get who's too much. Who's the last worse than Wake, Wake player to go in the fucking first round? Uh, that linebacker that was taken and who's a he was a major bust uh, by the Raiders. I want to say I don't even that, fucking remember. That, that was the Grove years. Mike Elkins. <laughs> no, that, that was the, the, the Grove years. He yeah. had a linebacker taking so you like can't tell me they're, 10. You can't tell me that you well, can't. Colorado still produces pros. I'm going to say right. this wake doesn't have any of the perks that Colorado has, except they don't have an administration that's trying to shit on that's their true. coach. Are you talking that's about true. the, the legalization of marijuana? Yeah. Uh, that is a perk. Yeah. I don't know if Clawson would take Colorado's got legal weed, man. That's true. North Carolina, that's still a crime, brother. All right. And 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 you can't get you, you can't gamble. You can't gamble on sports in North Carolina. That's true. Mm. Mm. Too big. All right. It's on myself. And guys, you guys are leaving heaters out there. Absolute heaters. Texas Tech travels to to Stillwater. I think oh, I think Joey McGuire, yeah, Joey McGuire, underrated coach. He's going to beat NC State in Raleigh earlier in the year. No, he's not. Mark my words, upset is going to happen here. But Texas Tech, everyone, you don't think this game's a heater? Nick, it's Big Twelve hater. Well, it was, was twenty three nothing last year. Okay, but last year Oklahoma State was an inch away from playing for the fucking playoffs. It's All also right? the second of back to back road games for the Red Raiders because they're at K State the week before. How about the fact they're twenty three and twenty three? All time. 
Fuck you. This is better than a lot of those other games. I want to see what this has been lately, though, because I feel like Oklahoma State is the consistently much better team here. Well, I got news for you, buddy. All right. I got news for you. They're two and two in their last four. Wow. Yeah. I was going to say, like, uh, yes, Oklahoma State's better consistently, like, in general, like, their record's been better, but Oklahoma State can drop a game to pretty much anybody. They're almost like the NC State of uh, of the Big Twelve because you know they might jump up and win one, but they they can also sure. lose to anybody in the conference. Absolutely, I will say they did win nine in a row prior to that, dude. I'm looking at this right now: one, two, three, four, nine. five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, so eleven of the last thirteen. Okay, but it was two and two in the last four. So under Kingsbury, he couldn't beat them. But uh, look, at, go back to those two thousand years. Leach was they were trading wins. All there right. was a time when this rival, yeah, before Gundy got that. Program okay, but on. Matt Wells was two and two against him. It's it's true. Yeah. It's true. It, it, it's closer than it should be. Uh, Matt Wells didn't fail upwards like King Cliff Kingsbury. I'm still <laughs> waiting for the NFL to hire Matt Matt Wells as a head coach. <laughs> well, you, you have to be young and good looking. Yeah, which, he yeah. doesn't look like Ryan Gosling. This is yeah, wrong. and 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 none of us know anything about that. So, <laughs> <All right. laughs> what are you talking? It's about? A different world. <laughs> <laughs> these these glasses aren't prescribed, Nick. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I think it's better than a lot of the games you guys played. Uh, Patty C. No, sorry, NC Nick. You were on the clock. All right. So I, I love this game, especially for 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 DFS reasons. Because look, we all play DFS, and some games you know that's going to have a shit ton of crazy points. Uh, this series is five to five, and last year was a thirty-four. 33 win by Patty C's Wahoos over mm. Louisville. My guy, <laughs> Brendan Armstrong for Heisman, had a touchdown pass with under 25 seconds left to take the lead. These games are always wild. This one will be too. They have been a lot of offense. <laughs> it's still played too up. high. You're playing this too high. Yeah. <laughs> this is just as good as freaking Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. No, Come on. No, it's not. Oklahoma State almost made the playoffs last yeah, year. Oklahoma State's got upside. Yeah. Louisville but, and Virginia are the the epitome of mediocre. Yeah. But it's going to be a fun game. Sure. As a Virginia fan, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, I'll be asleep for this one. <laughs> As a DFS guy, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, dude, what? Why? Why is Brandon Armstrong? Have you seen these publications releasing all on. this shit? Yeah, was it Sports Illustrated or was it Twenty Four Seven Sports? But both of them released their top quarterbacks. They had fucking KJ Jefferson. They had uh uh who else was it? It was like seven quarterbacks, and I'm like, have you watched fucking Virginia football? <laughs> this no dude's love. been doing it two years in a row too. Oh, I gotta, like, no I gotta I, I, no. talk about this game. I'm gonna find this shit. Talk about well, like, this game for a second. Like I was telling you guys last year when when Bernie Armstrong was kind of off. Oh, oh, we lost you. Did we lose you? Uh, he, Off of the grid, just like your fucking yeah. internet. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> NC Nick was ahead of the curve uh, on Brendan Armstrong. I got to give him credit. NC Nick needs to be ahead of the curve with his internet, though. Isn't that like uh, called like the technology triangle or something? Yeah, in, in no, medical triangle. Medical. Okay, yeah, they're gotcha. worrying about saving your fucking. You have a heart attack. You're good. Yeah. Right. You need. You, you need. need uh, you need five G. Uh, Nick said he lost power. Storms rolling through. Oh, uh, hey. We haven't seen a more storm. power. Uh, let's we can forecast what we think he will do because we know the way that bastard thinks. All right, <laughs> well, um, do we stay on this game at all? I mean, look at the look at the beginning of Virginia's schedule. 
Richmond at Illinois, ODU at Syracuse and at Duke. Say what? They might win the national championship this year. <laughs> they had a cakewalk. If Tony of a Elliott could just do a little coach. bit of coaching. Yeah, they should be able to handle that, dude. By the way, I got. I'm. I'm just pulling this up though, right? Like, have you seen some of these? I think it was Sports Illustrated that did it like a week ago or two weeks ago. They had like Brandon Armstrong is like the 34th best quarterback in America, and I'm like, what the fuck? Does the man have to do? Yeah. Uh, so, twenty four seven had him ranked at number twelve. They had Devin Leary, who's solid. But have they watched Brandon Armstrong? They had. Uh, he put up five hundred yards Jefferson. Like five times. I don't even know that you can say like Tyler Van Dyke or or Grayson McCall, which I think are good quarterbacks. Yeah. Have Brandon Armstrong's better. Look, I mean, I want to look at Robert and I's history of quarterback production. Uh, where'd he go? Boston college this year. He went somewhere. I forget, but uh, he, I don't think, I he, mean, I think he went to Syracuse. Okay. Yeah. BYU has had some good quarterback production, but nothing like uh, nothing like Armstrong's put up. I mean, how the fuck do they have Devin? They have KJ Jefferson at number five. No disrespect to Arkansas. I think KJ Jefferson's decent. If you watch the film, you know what it is. Brandon Armstrong is way the fuck better. Brandon Armstrong drops his front arm. He's a lefty, so it makes it look double awkward. And he's a he's a ginger wearing uh, earrings in his ears. There's something that's very annoying about Brandon Armstrong. But when you <laughs> look at the stat sheet, appreciate, and he also makes some some plays that are like super head scratchers. But at the same time. He's got a super playmaker element to his game on top of Dude, putting up the stats. I don't care how you break this down. Devin Leary has never been better as a starting quarterback in college football than Brennan Armstrong. I have never once seen a game where I was like, Oh my God, this dude's disgusting. Yeah. He's a difference maker. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it is absolutely pathetic here. Hey, thunder. Hey, thunderstorm. Dant is back. <laughs> uh, no, uh, tornado warning. Dant. Tornado. Uh, warning. Yeah. It's uh, all of a sudden Raleigh's been tornado alley the last. Well, we were talking about this and, and sports illustrated, I think dropped their, their top 50 college football quarterbacks. I think they had Brandon Armstrong and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I, I this is me. Spe- I don't have it in front of me. I think it was in the thirties, right? <sighs> well, 24 seven sports has them at number 12, but they have Devin Leary ahead of Brandon Armstrong. They have KJ Jefferson. They have Grayson McCall. They have Hendon hooker. And then hook this bad. Have they watched fucking Virginia? Fo- like, have they seen the stats? Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. This is my problem with college football. Like the fact he wasn't even invited for the fucking Heisman. I'm sorry, but uh, like him and Kenny Pickett. Uh, I mean, I get we're it. on the same fucking level last year. Sure, but Kenny he Pickett was an entire more. offense. Yeah, that's true. And he is. All- and by the way, his offensive line was shit. That's true too. And he was killing it with his shitty offensive line running around, making plays. He's the most disrespected player in America this year. I told you guys, well, and not to toot my own horn, but I was singing his praises towards the end of the 2020 season. I was like, watch out for Brennan Armstrong. The guy <laughs> is a baller. And let me just pull up his stats from a season ago. The dude had completed over 65% of his passes for 4,500 yards, 31 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. And he also ran uh, for 250 yards and nine touchdowns. So to compare that to KJ Jefferson, which like I said, no disrespect. I think he's solid. He threw for 21 touchdowns last year. How many yards? 
2,600. Yeah. Versus 4,500. What right. the fuck am I missing here? Like and, it bothers me. And, and, and he well, also well, rushing one the more ball. Thing, sorry. One more thing. Brennan Armstrong was sacked 31 times and had minus 200 yards rushing. And if you were, if you know comfortable stats, rushing yards for quarterbacks subtract the sack yeah. yardage. Yeah. Yeah. Which is different from the NFL because the NFL doesn't. So basically you're looking at more like 500 yards rushing for Brennan Armstrong. And you can tell he, he played with on a team with a bad offensive line and a shitty defense. And, uh, I mean, some of that lends itself to shootouts, which is going to, you know, it maybe inflate your stats some, but Brandon Armstrong's a baller. Dude, I told you first. convince me. Was it that North Carolina game where it was just like, good God, you can't stop this guy. Yeah, We're going to watch, we'll do, we're, we, we have to create our own thing. Uh, we're going to do this. We're going to create, we're going to rank our quarterbacks. Cause I don't know, honestly, after Bryce young and like CJ Stroud and maybe Caleb Williams, who the fuck is better than Brendan Armstrong? May, could you make a Sam Hartman? You can make a case, right? Uh, but Armstrong had Armstrong only had one game where he where he threw under three hundred yards last year. Dude, he was playing with fucking broken ribs in a couple games. He it's, had one, two, three, four, five, six games over four hundred yards. The, and the game <laughs> against UNC, he threw for five fifty four. Four I, touchdowns. I, I, he's completely disrespected. What did he do? All right, we're what talking a lot about Brennan. You Armstrong. got the Wahoo hat on. You want to fucking tell me of, this? Look, I just want to see what Tony Elliott does. If that production continues He'll under win, a new I told you. coach, then it is legit. It's not. A I don't even know thing. if you're a fan anymore. I yeah. had to pick this game. Yeah, he, I am look, a fan. Tony Elliott. Tony Elliott will win Darlington. I don't know about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Patty C, you're on the clock, and here you go. We definitely take a step down a level here, I think, and a pretty substantial step down. Uh, but I'm going to play. I'm going to play a game. A step down from Louisville, Virginia. Fuck you. There's a bunch better out there. There's a couple that's, <laughs> yeah. that are decent. Uh, you know what? I'm going up, up a little. We're going to go to uh, where is that? Chestnut Hill, where the Clemson Tigers. This is better than Louisville, Virginia. It is. Uh, especially with uh, BC almost beat him with the backup quarterback last uh, year. Jerkovsky, yeah, Jerkovsky, Jerkovsky. Look, he when he plays, they're very good. This is a potential hiccup for Clemson. Wish it was a little. This is way better than Louisville, Virginia. Is it? Yes. It won't be as competitive, but Clemson has won eleven in a row. And even last year's game, yeah, it was close, but it was an ugly 19 to 13 game, which was just bad football. But Clemson didn't have their starting quarterback. I mean, sorry, uh, Boston College didn't have their starting quarterback. And ukulele almost lost to them and, two years yeah, ago. And shame on the ACC. This they they should make Clemson go to Boston in like November. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, under last year, under one minute to go, BC had the ball first and ten at the Clemson eleven. Yeah, down nineteen thirteen. Well, that's because so that backup quarterback's awful. Well, uh, on second down, I think he got sacked and fumbled, and and therefore the game no, was over. If so. you go if you go back and look at BC, like they actually might have been like a nine or ten win team last year had Jerkovic started all the game. Yeah, the the, the back, when that backup quarter that was a huge drop off. Gossel or Gossel yeah. or something. Yeah, I mean he was bad, man. So Clemson at Boston College, I think this game is better. I do, and I, I, I signed me up for this one over Louisville, Virginia. Halfley's been there how many years now? This is this year is three. Year three. Yeah. So he wasn't there at Ohio State when they beat Clemson a few years back. I no. think he was uh, took some L's. So he's got to get over that Clemson hump at some point in his career. 
Chestnut Hill might be the place to do it. This place will be I think live. he's doing a pretty good job though. Yeah. I, I think he's doing a pretty good job there. They've never he's, recruited this well ever. Yeah. And the, the offense is modern. It's, you know, it's, I think they're, you know, they're turned into a, a pretty decent program. I'm going to call this one. This is upset special. Chestnut yeah. Hill. Zay Flowers turns out a bunch of NIL money to stay at BC. They got Jerkovsky coming back. Are we looking at a 1984 moment or a 1993 moment here? Yes. There yes. we go. In Chestnut Hill. All right. Come this place on. will be loud. Yeah, buddy. All right. Uh it's back to me, back to your boy Dundee. And guys, you guys are sleeping on some games out there. Sleeping on some heaters. All right. I am taking you to. Logan, Utah, where Ooh. this might be the top two teams in the Mountain West this year. Air Force at Utah State. I mean, Utah State uh, won the Mountain West a year ago. There's rumblings that Air Force might be favored to win it this year. Logan, always a great college experience. Uh, sign me up for a little triple option against a little pro style. Sign me the fuck up. This was a crazy game last year because Air Force should have won this one. Late fumble. In Colorado Springs, Air Force had a double-digit lead with like seven minutes left and lost. Mm, mm, uh, Utah State got it done, but this is a low-key game. It's better than Louisville, Virginia. I'm sorry, <laughs> Air Force at Utah State, and guess what? The fan turnout will be way better than Louisville, Virginia, or Clemson, Boston College. Patty, see your thoughts. Falcons, Aggies. I would like to see what the average fan turnout is at Utah State. Utah State is lit, bro. Dude, UVA. Fills the stands too. No, they don't. Uh, no, they no, don't. They don't. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like Wake Forest or Duke. Well, it's a step up, it's but it's barely. it's like Boston College. They have, I want to say, a <laughs> sixty-six thousand seat stadium. I would say, I would guess their average attendance is somewhere around forty. Now, really? when JMU plays them in two years, they're gonna fill that that bad boy up. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna trash U- their Utah campus. State gets lit, man. Um, Utah State, uh, Logan, Utah gets lit. I feel like Utah yeah. has rabid fans in every sport. Yeah, yeah. So Air Force, you know, it's gonna be a little bit of a hornet's nest for them. Triple option usually handles a tough environment pretty well. It doesn't get uh, too impacted by that. But uh, look, that doesn't mean Utah State's not gonna be hyped for this game. Yeah, regional matchup, Mountain Ball. Dude, this game is a fucking slept on game. NC Nick coming in with some hate. Look, last look, year, Col- 49, Colby's going to pigeonhole, uh, pigeonhole uh, a, a triple option team here, no matter what. Well, I'm just saying I this actually game, have, yeah, I actually have one more mountain West game higher, which we'll get to. Wow. But you know, both we, these teams we already had double Fresno digit games. Boise higher, you know, but, but, but Boise only won seven games last year, Utah state and air force, both double digit wins last year. Yeah. Talk okay. to me. Talk Flash to me. In the pan, just one year, just one year. <laughs> Col- Colby's glasses say hipster, but his love for Middle America says uh, says red blooded America. I'm going to Logan. I'm about to dye my fucking hair blue. All right. <laughs> Colby is a riddle wrapped up in in uh, in enigma, in enigma wrapped right? up. Uh, what's the saying? I, <laughs> I got no fucking idea what you're talking about. All how right. does he know what? How does he know what I was getting? At? I, I I was there for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I got halfway through. It's like I don't know the saying. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I'll say uh, this game's awesome and it's underrated. It should be on Thursday night. Uh, NC Nick, you are back on the clock. How are you doing on a beer? Well, I got this call. I mean, I got like seven different concoctions. God, you're right. You're yeah. A sissy. NC Nick, well, what are you doing it. here? You know what? There's probably a Pac-12 matchup that's better, but screw it. Let's stay in the Mountain West. Give me Jay Norvell's return to Reno. Tell me, 
returning to Reno doesn't sound like a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> All right, Colorado State. At what was Nevada. his other one? <laughs> Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, returning to Reno. That's I a road totally, that's a He's sequel. got Red Rock. Red Rock. I can't even talk. Red Rock West. Um. Yeah, I mean Nick Cage is doing any movie these days. And raising Arizona, yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah you could do. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that. <laughs> Uh, okay, returning to Reno. What returning do we got to here? Reno sounds like a heater. I might have to write that with with old with old Netflix Cage there. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's a uh, look. It's not as good as Air Force Utah State because Air Force Utah State are better programs, but I think it's good. I think it's a good game, and you got the rivalry factor. The, the bad blood factor is always good. So. Uh, did we lose NC Nick again? Wait, I'm, I'm oh, Colorado, Colorado State, State Nevada. Al uh, Norvell is gone. They talked a ton of shit to him. This is uh, this is tra- wait. Where did he, did he end up at uh, Colorado, Colorado State? State? Okay, yeah. and 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 then the, what's my guy's name who started the pistol offense? Uh, Alt. Yeah, Chris Alt? he was public about how how it was a bullshit move by Norvell. It was a lateral move and it was a childish move or some shit like that. Oh, he said, man. yeah, oh, well, man. Allow, allow me to interject here. Okay. Look, Nevada won the last two games against Colorado state 52 to 10 and 49 to 10. Well, that's because Adazio, Patty sees boy. So no wonder Colorado state wanted to hire Norvell. He's a pretty good head coach and he's going to come into Reno here and put it on. Him. No, it but, absolutely makes sense for Colorado state, but doesn't make sense for Norvell. It it brings money. Lateral Col- Colorado State's got wealth, man. They're, yeah. They could be a they could essentially be like a power five they eventually down yeah. the road. So yeah, I think this game on the surface is a fun game, but especially with that whole tie in there, it it it, it bumps it up a couple spots. Yeah, I would love to see uh, someone get punched in the face at at the fifty yard line before the game starts. You know, <laughs> working out. Yeah, buddy. Uh, all right, Patty C. <laughs> Well, just for shits and giggles, Colby, I am going to steal your thunder. Uh oh. I do believe. Uh with Wow, God, no wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am gonna steal your thunder. Uh TCU travels to Kansas. Yes. TCU travels TCU to Kansas. TCU got lucky to get this last year. Okay. And I wanna see if your boy Leopold is actually building in the right direction. And this would be one of those games that's uh Maybe not a 50 50 game, but in Kansas, you know, if they want to, if they want to keep going, this is the game they get, they need to win. Leopold. Uh, what do you think, Nick? Is he going to get them bowling this year? No, <laughs> but he's going to win a couple more. He won oh. what? Two, two last year. I think they, they got one. Like, no two, but they almost, yeah. they almost beat Oklahoma. They almost beat TCU. They almost beat West Virginia. I mean, all one I, score games. I think they're up to four or five this year. And I think year three is when he probably breaks that six game barrier. So I'm pulling up the schedule here. I know they got Duke on that schedule. I like how they won two last year and one was against Texas. Yeah. In Austin. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Texas or Tennessee tech to start the season. Dude, they could start the season four and oh man. How, how about Kansas's last three games last year? A win at Texas, uh, a three point loss at TCU and a, a six point loss against West Virginia. It's pretty That's crazy. Keeping I'm it telling close. you watch out, man. The guy can coach. He only lost to Oklahoma by twelve. Last oh, year. and that, that was a bullshit. That was no, a the game would have been game. over if Caleb Williams. It was a fourth down oh, play, right. and the he lateral. pitches the ball. Yeah, he he hands the ball off to the running back, or that's no, right. he, uh, the running back hands it off to Caleb Williams. Yeah, he steals it from him. That's right. That's or right. that game would have been over, and Kansas would have won. That's that score right. is deceiving. 
Um, Can you imagine if you got Oklahoma and yeah, Texas oh, in the same dude. year? I mean, it's going to happen this year, maybe. All right, Le- Leopold, I love this play, Nick. TCU at Kansas. Your thoughts? Yeah, why not? Yeah, Colby's been on Leopold's balls for years now. <laughs> Let's call it what it is: so, balls and shaft. All right, official. Uh, <laughs> shout out to PCU, and maybe with good reason because the dude can coach. And we saw glimpses of that last year. Hate to tell we you this, guys. We, he's got more national championships than Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah, right. Something like that. Now what? we Doesn't didn't he? see it when they got blown up by Duke last year, but that was relatively early on in the season. But still, I mean, nobody should get blown up by Duke. So that was troublesome. How many national championships does Saban have? Seven. Okay, but some of those are bullshit. USC was the same record as them one year, right? True. Uh, Leopold has six national championships, guys. Wow. Six. All right. Talk to me. <laughs> let me see what let, let me see what Saban can do at Wisconsin Whitewater. All right. I bet they dominate. Yeah, I feel like they, Wisconsin- they dominate regardless. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think it's a good game. All right. NC or no. Well, yeah, NC Nick. Where are you taking us to? Is he still all right? Am I yeah. up? Yeah. You're I'm up. back. You know what? Screw it. You guys are going all hipster on me, going to all these small schools. I'm gonna do the same thing. There is SEC matchups. There's Pac-12 matchups. Screw it. We're going hipster. I'm 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 jumping in. I'll take you Western Kentucky at UTSA rematch uh, of two of two great games last year. Uh, UTSA won the regular season fifty-two to forty-six in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and then they won the conference championship game in the Alamo Dome, forty-nine forty-one. I like so, CUSA getting some shine here. Yes, there well you go. played, sir. Meep, uh, close meep. games, yes. high scoring, a lot of fun. Should be the same again. I like it. I like it. Uh, except for that filthy dome. Um, look, I skipped myself, so I'm just going to go out here and play and play uh, the game that should be played here. And that is Washington state at USC. Yeah, it deserves it. Uh, first off, it should be a nice little quarterback battle who cam ward was, was really good in the FCS ranks. Uh, and uh, I feel like, I feel like USC it's kind of a sleepy game for USC. I feel like. So I don't know. Is uh, this your uh, second to last one here, Cole? Or no, is this your last one? No, there's more, I believe. Let me pull these up. Uh, no, we have one more each. Okay. You have two, actually, buddy. Okay. Um, so Washington This is your State, second to last one, then? Yes, okay. yes. Uh, Washington State at USC, I just think is, 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 it needs to be played in the top 30. It needs to be played. You need me on that wall. <laughs> um, Patty, see your thoughts on uh, the Cougs and uh, USC? Well, uh, it's one that you would have to pencil in uh, USC, especially in Los Angeles, having the clear edge here. But I do feel like Washington State's giving them some trouble. I don't know if that's been in. Uh, I think it's more in Pullman, Pullman, but, yeah, yeah, than LA. But it could be dangerous. This could be a potential uh, trip up for USC. Well, uh, two of the la- out of their last two visits to LA, one of them was scheduled on the fly in the COVID year, which I can't blame Rolovich too much. They weren't supposed to play them as of Friday or as of Thursday. <laughs> they got moved to that game on the fly. Yeah. They lost 38 13. But the time before that, they only lost by three. We were at that game. Washington State should have won that. That's when Leach was there. They should have won that. Washington State was up the whole game. And when I it was funny, when I talked to Leach and I was saying I was at that game, he was still oh, super pissed. Oh, that was pissed. the one we were at? Yeah. He yeah. was still super pissed they that, lost uh, that game. Bullshit um, roughing the pass yeah, penalty. Yeah. He was still super pissed. That, Absolute that, game yeah. changer. 
Well, you know, what's kind of crazy about this game is, or this series is that it's 61, 10 and four in USC's favor. Mm. Traditionally, they've totally dominated, but Mike Leach, he was two and two against USC should have been three and one. He'll tell you Yeah, and <laughs> so that, by far. That's obviously the best ever for any coach at Wazoo. Uh, Rolovic, he lost a game in 2020, 38 to 13. Last year, Dickert lost at home 45 to 14. So lately it hasn't been close. <laughs> it just it needs to be played game. though. It's still gotta be played. Agreed. Uh, uh Patty C, it is on you. <laughs> Second to last pick, buddy. Whoop. All right. Where am I taking us here? I think I will take us. I'm taking us to College Park, baby. What? I am taking us to college. Maryland? Park. I had this listed as one of the worst games. <laughs> college Park. Mar- uh, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I see one that I didn't see a minute ago. I see one that I didn't see a minute ago. Massive, potentially massive game if Northwestern does its usual routine here. Oh, here we Wisconsin go. Wisconsin travels to Northwestern. Yeah, I mean these teams play for the Big Ten championship often. Yeah. So I mean. This is yeah. This I believe this is the last what five or six representatives from the uh, not Iowa. Anyone uh, not named Iowa is Wisconsin and, and Northwestern. Yeah, prior to this yeah, past yeah. year, I want to say they had each been in the last six ones. So uh, the fact that it's in Northwestern, another element that makes this interesting, gives uh, Northwestern that edge that they need. It's got to be played in the top thirty. I know NC Nick hates it, absolutely, but they they win. Uh, they, I mean, how many double digit win seasons in the past decade from both these teams? A lot. Yeah. Nick, your thoughts on Wisconsin Northwestern. All right. I'll admit it was in my top 30 also. So it has to be played around here, but this game is the epitome of boring ass big 10 West football. <laughs> he, it really plays, is. he plays Louisville, Virginia. That's and, a fun and he doesn't football game. Say, that is not fun. That's a fun. That is not football fun. Game. You're crazy. This game is boring as shit. It's total like boring <laughs> Midwestern. I mean, That's exactly what I consider Louisville, Virginia. I mean, no, it's not. Is there any chance that Graham Mertz takes a big step forward and makes Wisconsin a, a playoff contender this year? Yeah, this game is where it probably is NIL here. money. No one's buying those shirts. Yeah, <laughs> you have to fucking people in Madison booing the shit out of them. Where's where, where? Wait, 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 wait. This is uh. Where the fuck? Show <laughs> me some Jerry. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he felt like he felt like shit afterwards. That there's an NIL. Everybody booing the shit out of me, but he worked his ass off. <laughs> to make, he, he worked he his no ass smarter, off to make those uh, shirts. Coordinator in football. <laughs> fuck! They put his picture up there, and the fuckers boo him. <laughs> so true. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Jerry Burns. Ah, oh, he's the fucking best. Uh, all right. Um, it goes back to myself on the clock here. Last. Three. Jeez. Sorry, Jerry Burns. Jerry Burns was loud. Uh, shit. No, you're you're after me, buddy. Uh, last time I skipped myself. So, um, yeah. Man, there's a couple here that I think worth that are worth being played. I think Iowa. <laughs> who's eating food? <laughs> I hear fucking food being eaten. 
uh, Iowa at Illinois. And my logic is this Bioma is using the Iowa blueprint on how to get Illinois back to being solid. This game screams amazing. Screams 75 handoffs. <laughs> well, if Nick doesn't like uh, Northwestern <laughs> Wisconsin, certainly not going to like this. This one. is fantastic. Iowa at Illinois. Sign me up. I can't wait to see Petrus against Satowski. That sounds amazing. I mean, Nick has left his roots. We grew up in watching eighties and nineties football, <laughs> hand yeah. the ball off power, right? Power, right? Play action. Yeah, you know. Beat me. Well, ACC country back then, Charles way was getting 20 carries That's right. from uh, <laughs> Florida state was the only one throwing yeah, the ball around yeah. back then. Iowa at Illinois. Sign me up. Nick, your thoughts on this matchup. <laughs> that's that's gotta be a, like a movie Petrus against the uh, Petrus versus the Towson necessary roughness too. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Well, Wisconsin's ceiling as a program should be way higher than Northwestern's, but Iowa's ceiling shouldn't really be any different. If if anything, Illinois with access to Chicago should be higher. Illinois yeah. hasn't had a ten win season since fucking Dick Buckus. They they haven't, right? which is like <laughs> is stunning. But Bielema may be the exact guy to do it. You know, taking Iowa's blueprint and you know maybe pulling in some Chicago talent. So. I agree. Plus the two neighboring flagship border battle, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. I do baby. Let's go. There we go. All right. Well now NC Nick, don't take us to Atlanta. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Talk to me. Ooh, Georgia Southern's the most boring team in football this year. <laughs> and because Clay Helton couldn't coach it, I'm sorry if you're winning four games at USC, you should never be a head coach in college football again. I thought you were going to do Duke at Georgia Tech. Yes. <laughs> By far, yeah. This, this is the game where the 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 offensive lineman for Georgia Southern, who was on top of the bus chugging beer, when mm-hmm. when got the coach fired, essentially. <laughs> well, and because Georgia State wasn't a football program, they started that football program what fucking ten years ago or something. Wow. I like it from a rivalry point of view. However, I think Georgia State's going to blow them the fuck out. I think Georgia Southern's going to be trash this year. I, no, I told you. I think Clay Helton is a bad coach. I really believe that. If you win four wins, at, he had a four win season and a five win season at USC. I'm sorry, that sucks. And and to me, his teams are always unprepared. Who's they always got offsides. They always got penalized. 
They always, you know, just to me, they want a pack, they want a Rose Bowl. Okay. At USC, I feel like every coach in them, I feel like you could grab a fucking high school coach. Let me and ask do you this. What At do, USC, what do you think he's like a Larry Coker, like a, a dude who will take a, a Ferrari and maybe drive it while it's still in good condition, and then just run it? I into think the it's hard for a football coach that is that is a to to fail at USC. Like uh, when I say fail, I mean multiple losing seasons. Yeah, you should at least every good football coach I think would win at least at least six or seven games. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I got Georgia State thirty-eight. I got Georgia Southern zero. I, I do not care what he does at Georgia yeah. Southern. He, he has a long way to go to get back into a, a decent gig. Um, but I do like the budding rivalry here, and I will say when I mistook accidentally Georgia State for Georgia Southern <laughs> on Twitter, I got some fans came destroyed. at you. <laughs> <laughs> I got roasted. You so prick bastard! There is a surprising <laughs> amount of hate for a relatively new uh, matchup. <laughs> Petty C. <It> a tight- <laughs> My final pick and our final pick of the day here. We're going to the FCS ranks. Oh, I take you to South Dakota at South Dakota state. This game was awesome last year. Do you guys remember this? I'm uh, forgetting what exactly happened here, but so, I- so South, Dak- wait, this is the hail Mary yes. game. Oh man. Where the guy with the crutches runs across the field. <laughs> He drops his crutches and runs across the fight. So uh, South Dakota was about to lose this game. Dude. I met, and I met their coach at the airport. He was telling me about this. This is one of the greatest endings ever because South Dakota state had a chance They they elected to, instead of punt, try the, the run, the quarterback move, you know, like run them back there. Yeah. Well, he ends up getting tackled, which the, the possession change, the possession change stops the clock. Yeah. So South Dakota State tried to 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 call oh, hike tried to run out and floor. run the the quarterback right. Yeah. And he's just running around, thinking that the he gets tackled and there's still a second on the clock. Oh man. South Dakota gets the ball. I mean, they still have to throw the ball sixty fucking yards. It gets deflected a couple times, caught for a touchdown. Then a fan that's in the crutches, uh, that, that's in the uh, like uh, watching from the sidelines, or maybe a player. I don't know. He was in street clothes. He's got crutches. And he throws the crutches down to run, and he's running with the bum leg onto the uh, into the into the. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes you know you, you deal with the pain. Uh, I gotta look up uh, this coach's name. Um, what's uh, South Dakota Coyotes? Coyotes, Coyotes yeah. yeah. Nick, what do you make of this play? Thirty, yeah. Shout out to Boyer Bowman, quality offensive Boyer Bowman, offensive quality control coach at uh, University of South Carolina. Great dude. Met him at the airport. We were laughing about this game. Yeah, I mean that game was fucking insane. That was an awesome game. You played it over Oregon at Arizona. Now I know people would say that's a snooze fest, but if you go back and look at Oregon's history, some years they had some great years. Well, let me say what that was. That was a trap. Trap game. You know what that was? Always in Tucson. That was Rich Rodriguez being the architect of the system that Oregon was running and knowing what they were going to do and matching up incredibly well. And that is not the case. Hey, anymore. but even Cristobal just a couple of years ago took a loss in Tucson, forty-four to fifteen. Well, uh, in Tucson, Sumlin got him. Hey, the desert is hard to Sumlin, play. Uh, there's something about Oregon and Arizona that I feel like. Arizona gives them fits. It's a weird matchup. How about uh, didn't Rich Rod? Didn't the uh, didn't that 
charge get dropped by the uh, secretary against yeah, Rich Rodriguez, so, yeah. and now he's the coach at Jackson State. Pretty Jacksonville cool, State. Or Jacksonville, Jacksonville State. State. Yeah. Pretty cool to fire your coach for a uh, charge that he hasn't been uh, charged guilty of. So. Yeah. Good job, uh, Arizona, and now you suck because of it. So <laughs> you you got what's coming to you. <laughs> Morgan drops seventy on you. Yeah. You prick bastards. Uh, any other games out there that you say? You know, uh, I mean, we didn't play Purdue at Maryland. We didn't play uh, ECU at Tulane, which we know the Pirates probably skunk them. Um, Missouri, Oregon State, Stanford could could be two bowl teams. It's so boring. I'm just saying they could both be bowl teams. Okay. Or bowl team. Yeah. But also they play. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see, but uh, okay. Let's get to this is uh before we get out of here. I got to get us paid. Got to tell you that the good old college football experience is brought to you by um, my slow internet service. No uh, manscaped. Look, uh, sweaty sack summer is approaching us, Patty C. Mm. And it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your crotch. That's why the kings of crotch comfort, Manscaped, have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. I've had the honor of testing these boxers out, these brand new boxers. Let me tell you, they're the softest fabric of any underwear, Patty C. So breathable. It's like you got fucking gills in your grind. All right. What the hell is this ad? <laughs> I don't know. Holy I'm crap. reading. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. All right. Let me do this. Let me do this. <laughs> uh, they even trademarked the jewel pouch. So, you know, it's, it's big time, right? I think it's time you invest in your family jewels, Patty C. So let your bulge breathe, buddy. All right. <laughs> Get 20% off free shipping. I don't even feel comfortable These saying the underwear. This. Yeah. Dude, y- y- using. <laughs> <laughs> by by using yeah. the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. Let's say you're on a date and your partner catches that manscaped uh, on the waistband of your underwear. They're going to know that, uh, you know, they're going to raise their own eyebrows and say, Hey, it's basically like a billboard on the highway to pleasure town. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Similar. Very sexy. Very sexy. Oh, come on. Get 20% off. Plus yeah. Yeah. Highway to the danger zone. All right. (laughs) Let me tell you this real, real quick before you uh, get through with this ad, (laughs) it wasn't, it wasn't manscaped. I'll say that, but it was a, it was a, I guess competitor. The, those boxer briefs with the freaking like nut supporters and like the, the mesh nut support. It's a game changer. It is a game changer. Like it really, really makes a difference in terms of your experience of life. Your nuts aren't sticking to your legs anymore. And, and those aren't even manscapes because manscapes are even better. And not only that, they also offer their lawnmower 4.0. All right. Mm. Start that thing up. You'll be fucking very happy. Your, your lady will be very happy. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the. <laughs> 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 you don't mow another man's life. Come on. We all know. This. Shout out to Kingpin. <laughs> Maybe with hey, a 4.0. Hey, you assholes. Can I, can I finish this read? Get 20% off free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. All right. Uh, once the, once the boxers 2.0 touch your sack, you'll never go back. Patty C. Uh, I also want to tell you, we're brought to you by athletic greens and their AG one supplement. You're probably wondering Colby. What is this stuff? 
Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, and maybe even your nut health, Patty C. Mm. All those things, it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Once again, that's, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. This means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communications, your browsing history will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. I'm telling you, we use it here at the God's eye all the time. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's I P V a N I S H.com slash SGP. All right, guys, before we get out of here, there's still that time for the Lou Holtz, what the fuck game of the week? Well, well I don't get the rain man Colby. Now look, I didn't find a real I, I don't think there's any what the fuck game of the week. So we gotta select what is the most boring game of the week to watch. NC Nick might have already said some. How do you see might have already said some. Me, I don't say boring games. I say winners, all right? Uh but I have the first pick for the most boring game of the week. And I am gonna take you to, well, I'm going to take you to, uh, I'm going to take you to Nashville. I was thinking about going to Atlanta. I'm going to Nashville because I don't think Vanderbilt made a right, the right hire with Clark Lee. Who else were they going to get? Well, they had Jan- uh, Derek Mason. What took him to a bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, get, they left. <laughs> yeah. Paul Johnson. Oh, you're just saying it is possible to make a good hire there. Yeah. Well, uh, Clark Lee was Notre Dame's defensive coordinator but, but, and a Vanderbilt guy who might not leave. Sometimes you got Derek invest. Mason took him to a couple bowl games. It wasn't like he was doing terrible. He kind of got bad toward the end. There. I know, but you can get back up. All right. All right. All right. I didn't think it was a terrible hire, but are there better X's than those guys? Like, could they have gone triple option? Could they have gone air raid? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Uh, Ole Miss travels to Vanderbilt. I think that game is by far the least entertaining game on the slate. <laughs> he gets Vandy every year. That's the rivalry that they're trying oh to force on us. Gosh. Yeah. So wait, let me see then here. I actually think Vandy over the past 20 years has played them decently. This is uh Ole Miss's third most played game of all time. 92 matchups. Ole Miss only leads this series 54 to 36. <laughs> now I'm telling you, I think Vandy under Franklin and in the cu- first couple of years of Mason 
I think they did fairly well. Dude, there was a run here from 2007 to 2012 where Vandy had won five out of six. <laughs> Ouch. Ole Miss has since recovered winning uh what seven Ole Miss of the has last since nine. Re- re- recovered by bringing in recruits to the strip club. <laughs> um right. yeah, I mean this game still sucks. I would not want to watch like this will not be on God's eye. Unless they move this to Thursday night. I ain't watching this shit. Yeah, not back in the day. Back in the nineties, they did those bastards. Um, uh, all right. Well, then it gets to pick two, Nick, for the the least entertaining game, which I know you're not going to select your boys, but yeah. It is. <laughs> I think UConn is intriguing based on all these recruits they're bringing in or transfers. <laughs> Two good hires though. McIntyre against Mora Jr. Both uh won double digit games in Pac twelve play. <laughs> oh no, but uh, if they put it on if they put it on Thursday, I would watch it before uh old Miss Vandy. <laughs> uh uh-uh. it's definitely no civil conflict with the uh <laughs> The old rivalry Emphasis on uh, UConn, CO and FL yeah, there. Yukon UCF rivalry that they tried to man make. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean this is a terrible game. You're right. Who wants to watch this? Nobody. Um yeah, there's nothing else to say. It's terrible. All right, Patty C. Well, well I don't get they bring in cold. Okay, now this one is obvious. <laughs> we are going to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Two first Georgia Tech. You're going to shit on Nick's pipe dreams like that, huh? (laughs) Maybe, maybe two of the most irrelevant teams in college football (laughs) and uh, two of the least passionate fan bases in college football. I mean, there was a time maybe when Georgia Tech was pretty, pretty involved. Their fans were there for them. I think maybe they're not. uh, A winning season would be good for Georgia Tech, but as bad as Georgia Tech's been, they've won the last two matchups. They've only had like six wins in three years. So it's like, they need this game. Yeah, maybe they are really hyped for this game because it's all they got. But Duke has won three of the last five. Nick, Duke, Georgia Tech, your comments. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fielding yeah. Yost and, and <laughs> Newt Rockney are going to come across Georgia Leary. <laughs> look, look, look. Uh, there was a point from nineteen nine, starting in nineteen ninety five, all the way until two thousand fourteen. Georgia Tech had won every matchup except one. Was that twenty five year win streak there? One year, two thousand three. Duke got him forty one seventeen. Well, they're on their way back. <laughs> <laughs> Not against Georgia Tech the past two years. Yeah. Yeah. Look, that's lesson number one on a Georgia team getting rid of the triple option. Lesson number two will be Georgia Southern this year. All right. 
Of course. That's that's why they need to move it to like a Wednesday or Thursday. When you have games like this, put them shits on Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, Friday. This is yeah. a Tuesday, Wednesday game. Yeah. Don't put it on a Thursday. I always say this though. <laughs> don't yeah, you don't, put it on a Thursday? Don't desecrate Thursday <laughs> with this. Uh, look, beyond like a comp- Yeah, exactly. Let's give let's give it some credit. Beyond beyond boring, both of these teams are repulsive. You know, there's something repugnant about this game that like is disgusting to watch. And it's both programs just completely botching their power five status to the, the nth degree uh, and just having no swag, either one of them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. All right, folks. Uh, look, we are the college football experience. Check our YouTube page out. Subscribe, tell a friend. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. We'll pre- we're previewing every single week of the college football season. We already did the coaches. Go check us out. We're on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. Give us all a follow. Subscribe to the pod. Give us a five star review for come on, get in there, give us a five star review. If you do take a screenshot, find me on Twitter and I'll send you a college football experience t-shirt. How about that now? Uh get the SGPN app, get all that good stuff. Uh, I mean, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, USFL. We also host the USFL gambling podcast. Check that out. And uh, yeah, we got you covered. And all those things we're covering on each uh, on the SGPN network, essentially the NBA gambling podcast, the NHL gambling podcast, the college baseball experience doing good college baseball season, season heating up. So check all those out and uh, yeah, subscribe. All right, folks, this is the college football experience week six style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. You come from a land down under. A women go and